0: support for a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Yo, it's showtime. Here we go. Buckle up, mask up, break my stereo. Yeah, hey, Mr. McMahon
1: hey, in your hey, stereo. I'ma set the stipulation and scenario. Force count you ever George ready, everywhere, George drives everywhere. Hit better, you with, better, with a finisher from out of like, nowhere. Eyes hey, all hey. white
0: with the cold stare. You know I had to also, go there. I hope Hell yeah, the flow so real. Pennies I'm in my shorts, just a penny for your thoughts. Really is you ain't really looking so so for the, the boss, no pennies in my shorts, just a penny for your thoughts. Shooting star, deadly off the porch. No pennies in my shorts, just a penny for your thoughts. The Most electrifying steady with the source, not a penny of my shorts just a kenny for your thoughts. Yeah, just a kenny for your thoughts, what the Kenny for your thoughts podcast. Brandon, what's the what's what's uh Is it Newton's really? Law th- <laughs> <laughs> Murphy's Law? Murphy's Law, thank you. Buddy Murphy's Law. And Billy Murphy's Law. <laughs> Buddy Murphy's Law. Whatever can't go wrong will go wrong. But here we are, live and in the <laughs> flesh, Brandon. Ready oh, to podcast. Yeah. It's okay. Joey
1: Styles, I thought you guys were getting hyped for Joey Ryan. I was like, yeah, that's what I like to see. It's really is crazy. Brandon? Yeah, in the chat. That's what I thought. That's really, like, Brendan? That's how we
0: want to start off the podcast? No, it's, it's, not, it's not a funny situation, like whatsoever. Oh, so let me just fucking roast your ass right away. Because wow. the situation with Joey Ryan, with all those little, little stupid accusations, right? Yeah. He tries has <laughs> accusations against... Wait, no, no, it's not fucking funny. It really is not. Yeah. The situation is, he literally tried to do a women's charity show, sneak himself onto the poster, hire all these people, and then trick them into showing up to the show. Like that shit was going to work. Why would that work? It just makes you look more guilty that you had to sneak it in. And then, not only that, but he, he said, oh, the wrestlers were aware. So it's come out that, that basically he said... Hey, uh, so Joey's going to be on the show, just so you know. Most right. people probably assume Joey Janella. Uh Because, you know, Joey Ryan's probably the <laughs> lowest form of Joey that's, that exists here. Oh, man. So, like, everybody so just pulled out of it. They're just like, no, we're not doing it. Why, why they, would you uh, not pull out of it? Why would you do the show? Because for charity? No, it's the most offensive, downright stupid thing in the world. Oh, It's man. like Hulk Hogan hosting a Black Lives Matter party. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you see how stupid I mean, that sounds? But maybe he's trying to make up for it, and he figures, you know what? Enough time has passed. It doesn't matter. It doesn't over. matter
0: because he's so fucking out of touch, just like you, just like you, bluntly. He's so out of touch that he thinks he's going to sneak his way right back into the wrestling business. I guess consent's not really his, his forte, is it? Ugh. <laughs> a little harsh no fuck everything about joey ryan like i didn't mean to start off on a rant but seriously what's wrong his whole gimmick i literally told you this gimmick was very predatory and sure enough what happened he
1: he got got himself into some trouble right because if
0: you have your dick touched every night at a a certain point you start believing your own hype but anyway is there anything you can do? No, to it's, all wanna, no it's all I want to. It's all I want to say about Joey it. Ryan because right. it's as simple as that. that. This is enough. That's enough publicity of for Joey Ryan. Okay, <laughs> simple right. as that. It's been canceled, Joey. It's canceled officially. I'm about to cancel you if you keep it up. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Speaking of being canceled, how about these leg slaps? <laughs> What's going on? Now? <laughs>
0: Why can't we do the leg slaps anymore? Everybody, leg slaps what i what i don't understand is again I've, i'm always you know a view the the glass half full kind of guy and mm. i don't understand how this report came out it's like so vincent man saying you know or i shouldn't say vincent man but wwe in general saying we're not gonna we don't want anybody to do thigh slaps anymore when you're doing a move you know you know what a thigh right. slap is you hit the super kick you go right. Ah, you know, a little. You hit that knee, that nice man. meat just yeah, just like that. It makes it feel real. So it's like oh, but to him. me, it's like, why would you take that away? I don't, I don't, I don't feel like WWE's like take that away. As mm. much as it's like maybe like don't make it so obvious. Like if you do the whole like that, you know, with the your hand up in the air and then slap down, maybe they're like, okay, we're gonna fine you. You know what I mean? Right. Because I'm saying like, what Adam Cole's out of a job if. If thigh slaps are gone,
1: (laughs) I mean, I know that's like that, like completely ruins NXT, right? As (laughs) as a
0: brand, I actually tweeted that out at AKFYT Wrestling. I literally said, (laughs) "I said I might as well watch NXT on mute now because there's no (laughs) reason to listen to NXT if they banned thigh slaps."
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I buy this story. This seems a little a little
0: too much yeah i don't i don't necessarily believe this one but um <laughs> no. who knows um i mean hey look there were reports that that alistair black was gonna get a big push too
1: right yeah what and what i happened haven't to seen that? him in forever what happened to <laughs> okay.
0: then the papa melts goes oh uh yeah vince doesn't see anything in him or andrade it's like wait, wait 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 you said they were gonna push andrade now you're saying that Vince don't see anything in him and or sorry was gonna push Alistair Black. Now right. they're not pushing him, and you you reported both of these things. So which one yeah, is it? At what point do I call you a liar?
1: They gotta be messing with the man, just messing with the sources. Every like, yeah, source, just, with it, you know, a just bit. because
0: somebody wipes up wipes up with sanitary wipes the the Thunderdome after hours <laughs> doesn't mean he's a good source of information. I'm just saying, okay. <sighs> Oh, man. No more that slash that. You got, you that. got, you got Peter, Peter wiping the floors over there going... T- texting Dave Meltzer going, I hear they're going to push Alistair Black. <laughs> In reality, they meant Mansoor. Mansoor!
1: Man, is going to be huge at the next uh, Saudi Arabia show.
0: Speaking you know, of Mansoor, is, man. they literally yeah. had like he was facing i forgot who kurt stallion actually on 205 live and they said will kurt stallion be able to defeat monsoor who has a, a record of 40 and zero and i said wait wait a goddamn wait a damn second monsoor has a record <laughs> of 40 and zero Bro, i said the only well, way no, no, the only way that would make sense is if the saudi prince said, hey, the, wins, the win in Saudi Arabia counted for 35 wins. 35 wins, because it's the only way that no, Mansoor man. has 40 wins. Yeah, Brandon been sleeping hasn't even on talked Mansoor. to 40 women in his life, much less Mansoor having 40 wins.
1: I've, I've talked to some women online.
0: They count, right? Brandon, guys who pose as women <laughs> to catfish you do not 40? count as women. In this scenario. Yeah. Oh, okay?
1: Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, catfishing. We need to cancel catfishing, all right? That junk is toxic.
0: Tired of to that. Brandon, we need to just cancel you in general. You're toxic. <laughs> Look, he's been paying his dues, monsoor no, alright? You, you started off this you work. started off this podcast talking about good about Joey Ryan. I thought that's what they were talking about. You really about the wanted chat. to piss me off on this. Uh, no! why would the chat be talking good so, so no okay so wait wait hold I on Brandon saw- hold on no 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 no, no. let me let, let's talk here we, yeah. you have to choose here because you're a piece of shit either way all right <laughs> either you were looking for an excuse to say something good about Joey Ryan oh, or wow. okay or you thought the chat was talking about good about Joey Ryan so you wanted to fit in with the crowd yeah what I, that's what I'm a follower did like you learn from Apollo Crews Apollo he's a Cruz. Huh? He's, he's a prince, though. Apollo he's Cruz different. literally said tonight that he's sick of having to make everybody like him, and then he brought out his Nigerian accent.
1: Oh. <laughs> he said he's going to
0: embrace his roots.
1: So he's just, he's just going to talk like that from now on. I
0: had a buddy. He tweeted this out, but I disagreed with it. I'm not going <laughs> to mention who. Said, uh, you can't pull the kofi kingston uh you can't pull the kofi kingston trick on the accent when we've already heard apollo's actual voice for years beforehand that's not how this works and then i said it is very different when it is actually his culture and it's very different Mm -hmm. when his grandfather and his you know ancestors are from nigeria and i pointed it out in regards to me when I meet up with family, my dad's family specifically, I'm half Guyanese, mm. I start talking with a Guyanese accent, and I don't do it on purpose. Uh, it's just you're
1: just around your people. Right, and I'm then just around just my people, just, yeah. bam,
0: like this. So the way I said, um, Fernando, it says, should I, Fernando says, should I timestamp this because it's all over the place? You didn't timestamp it last week, so why are you going to do this one? <laughs> <laughs> Fernando would have rather have a bad episode where he can time statement it properly than a good episode that's all over the place Because when my brain's <laughs> all over the place, baby, you get a good episode. You get a high-energy episode You get a JD from from NY type energy This fucking episode's gonna be the greatest fucking thing in the world. Vitz McMahon! <laughs> <laughs> all right
1: Pipe. Every, every but going time. back That's to right. it, the yeah. way I
0: said it is it's different because that is probably how Apollo talks around, amongst his family, right? That's probably mm-hmm. how he talks when he's when he grew up in Nigeria, right? He probably has two voices, per se. He probably has his American voice, just like I do right. when I'm on this podcast and stuff. And then his uh, Nigerian voice, but in my case, a Guyanese accent, when he's with his family, okay? Right. I'm just saying, it's different, all right? Different. It's very very different. Okay. Should,
1: should Kofi have like tapped into his
0: Ghanaian
1: uh, so right. heritage? If he
0: did, if he yeah. did, and he had an accent, which he's done before, right. it's okay. You know what I mean? It, that is totally okay. But I, the point is, <laughs> the chat says JD from NY be like this fucking fucking you know, all that shit. It's true. I, I I can't stand. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I can't stand when somebody talks like that. Because oh, wow. you're fucking talking about some fucking subject, and you're fucking saying this, it's just like, like triggers. me just won't punch it. Yeah. Don't talk like that. Dang, no, well, there's only, there's only two like... people. There's only two people that can make me feel that way. One is JD from NY. One is Joey Ryan. All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can't believe you are putting both in the same. <laughs> uh, with all due respect, as much as I'm joking, they're not in the same category at all. Oh, uh, uh, at all. Wow. Um <laughs> Fab Game says I'm not against the new voice as long as it creates for a markable character, which is all that matters, the money. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he's gonna feel this. This is like his Yuha Nation days, you know. This is like mm-hmm. he's gonna be able to play this and channel something. And it's a very different character than what we've ever seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've had people kind of embrace their roots, but no one is like besides like Kofi Kingston, is like legitimately from the heart of Africa and could really do this kind of character. You know what i mean and kofi obviously went in a completely different direction with his new day stuff it's very realistic that's very that's who he is but they're making like you know like apollo's presence is just completely different it's like he commands respect when he walks in and there's nobody there so i can't wait to see like when they have a crowd back what
1: do you think about uh, the boogeyman i think he's sort of what what did the
0: boogeyman have to do with anything He's just, he just tapped into something. That's think, his culture? Right? You know? <laughs> yeah. That's so, so he's embracing like his roots? He's embracing it, man. No, absolutely not. How no? is that even remotely the same? That's like saying the Undertaker's culture. Undertaker That's just right, plays man. a dagger. Brandon, you're a special kind of stupid, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Brandon Brown, you fucking fuck! <laughs> you say stupid shit like that! Uh. <laughs> What are you talking about, honestly? But, Brandon, let's yes. get into it. I, by, by the way, your, uh, your bays have a new name that I said on our chat at AKFYT Wrestling on the Twitter oh. chat. We're calling them Bra- Brandon's bays. Babies now. B-A-E, oh. Brandon's Babies. Because whenever they're full of shit, we call them the brown diapers. Get it? You're Brandon Brown. Wow. Brown diapers. Wow. I can't believe this. Do you see, Brandon? You know I, I've specifically told you. Make this a good episode. And Fernando's saying it right now. You're ruining this episode. Seriously, no, I'm, I'm serious. Uh-huh. You come in with this energy, it's like you, you're literally trying to get to fuck up this episode on purpose. You're like a troll. You're like you're like all the people I block on Twitter. You understand? I'd block you if you were on Twitter. <laughs> I got
1: blocked, man. You gotta uh, you gotta block me on Discord too, because that this is completely.
0: Oh, that, that's totally the reason blocked. why we, we messed up completely. Because uh, oh, Discord. Anyway. I want to talk about AEW. I want to talk a lot about <laughs> AEW, Brandon. So let's talk about AEW Revolution. So we have AEW... <laughs> People said, where's the crying sound effect? <laughs> um, let's talk about some AEW Revolution, Brandon. First of mm-hmm. all, what'd you think about Shaq, Jade Cargill?
1: Oh man, this is great. And you know what was awesome? It opened the show, mm-hmm. so I didn't have to like wait, to stay with... Brandon, just stay away. Brandon a- was a- like, yes, I could
0: fall asleep uh, right after this match.
1: As soon as I watched it, it was great though, man. It was it was cool for what it was, man. It was like you didn't know kind of what to expect. Mm-hmm. But uh I
0: guess th- they knew it was good enough, you know, to put on live TV. So Somebody tweeted out that Shaq reminded them of if the great Kali could wrestle. And uh I was like that is a pretty damn accurate tweet. Because it's true. Because they made... I thought they did a really good job. Shout out to Mikey Ruckus. Because I thought he was going to... Like Shaq was going to come in with like a 90s kind of rap kind of song. Like yeah. something like oh, one of his okay. Shaq Diesel type songs. And uh, instead, Mikey went completely into this like lumbering, slow, ominous theme. And that's mm-hmm. how Shaq wrestled too. And oh, yeah. it hid like his inabilities really well, right? You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah, yeah. he's like... No. The way he just what came down with the slap on the chest. Like yeah. He didn't have to do much. It meant a lot more. And I thought they did a really good job. And kudos to him for two things. Two huge things. Nobody can give Shaq any hate in front of me. I'll, I'll punch you in the face because of two things that Shaq <laughs> did. One, when you went for the power bomb, what did he do? Oh, yeah, the, Brody, the Brody Lee, Lee tribute, tribute, right? right? Yeah. Amazing. We are not allowed to shit on Shaq because if he... We talk about celebs in the business, if someone like that comes in and respects the business, not only is he a celebrity who's mm-hmm. going to bring eyes, but he actually cares. So this ain't no Soldier Boy Bow Wow type <laughs> shit, which I guess wow we'll get into right afterwards. But <laughs> wow. you have celebrities that actually respect the business. All right, do good for the business. I, yeah, I, Brandon, I wish I there, had too. someone like that on the podcast. <laughs> respects <laughs> okay. the podcast. Yes. wants the podcast to do good instead i have this uncelebrity appearance by brandon brown who comes in and tries to troll
1: look you know what uh a lot of respect to uh, jade cargill i mean she she looked great i uh, did well i think she you know her style did worked well know, fit. fit with the match yeah mm-hmm. fit with the match uh, red velvet did, did, did amazing red velvet be, yeah like everybody they had know? no
0: business and, and the way I'll say it is the only person who had any business being good in that match was Cody Rhodes. Yeah. And yet it all came together amazingly. The, the second thing, I, by the way, that we give Shaq respect for is that table bump. Oh, Holy yeah. That was, a good, that was a good little spot there. Amazing what he did. He didn't have to take that. That's what I'm saying about respect for the business. Like He didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? He could have big league. Everybody said, I'm just going <laughs> to go to the chops in the chest. And uh, we're going to do a little Tennessee two-step. Uh, do a little one, two, three and go home. All right. Get out of there. But yeah, instead, he took the table bump from hell in an amazing, amazing spot. Okay. And a little sidebar. But yeah, you got Soldier Boy talking about wrestling's fake. <laughs> and all this shit. Randy Orton us. just completely roasting him that's the type of celebrity you don't need because you know like a bow wow even bow wow says he wants to be a wrestler but he don't respect anything about the business why even give him a chance why mm. would you give someone like that a chance if they don't respect the business that they want to be a part of it means they just think it's cool and they would like to do it because they feel like it would be adrenaline rush as opposed mm. to doing the right thing that where shack is like like okay it's my responsibility to be on tnt you know, inside the NBA, got a lot of eyes on me. Let's bring some of that exposure to AEW. I want them to succeed. What's some, what can I do to make people watch? Okay, I'll do this table bump. It'll be cool. Oh, yeah. No, that was, know, that like, was it's, it, it's just completely different mentality. And if you don't understand that, I don't think you respect the wrestling business. My opinion. All right? Like, Soldier Boy is going to come around, all right? I think I
1: think I think once you get him in there, I think he'll, you know, show whatever proper respect for. It. I think maybe now he's just, you know, talking a little junk.
0: No, but I'm saying that's a lot of people would say like, oh, but, you know, Soldier Boy's talking shit. And, yeah. you know, he just he's just playing a character. He's just playing a heel like Bow Wow, especially. And I'm like, you don't play a heel. You don't play a character when you're trying to get in. Mm. You don't criticize baseball when you're in the minor leagues. Does that make sense? Or when you're trying to get signed. You're trying to get to be good. Like, okay, yeah. You, I, get what I saying? It's like, you have to have a certain name to be able to do that. It's a subtlety, but people don't understand that. So when people are like, oh, we, well, he's just playing a heel. It's like, well, he, well, he's not signed to anybody, so why is he playing a heel? Just like when people on the internet think they're playing a character, they're like, I'm a worker. I, 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 that disrespects people who actually put their bodies on the line in the ring. They've earned mm-hmm. the, the right to be able to talk like that and look at bad bunny bad Bunny's more fake eric points it out bad bunny respects the business but people don't want him in wwe bad bunny respects Mm. the business more than probably any celebrity that we've we've named you can see it right you can see it when he comes out so celebrity involvement man it's it's a subtle thing it makes me laugh because a lot of people go well i want the wrestling business to grow then more fans need to watch this yet when they do things for other fans to bring them in Fans like to gatekeep and say, right. no, that's wrong. I, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to
1: say, do you think this performance, you know, by Shaq, by Cargill, um, Velvet, do you think that sort of changed the minds of people that were like, Oh, I don't know if I want to watch this.
0: Like, you know, I this sucks sort of thing. I feel if it didn't change your mind, then that's on you. Because, if you're that bitter that they can't do any right your opinion is irrelevant mm. if you if you can't be conscious enough to be like you know what didn't like them i can accept hey i don't i didn't want it but when i saw it it was good that i can All accept right. but i can't accept people saying i don't care what other people say that was shit. okay which let me tie this in the subject i want to talk about is gatekeeping I probably, I'm going to be blunt, I probably know more about professional wrestling than 99.9% of people, especially people that I talk to. That doesn't mean that I gatekeep the business. And if you don't know what gatekeeping is, it literally means because someone doesn't know as much as me or because someone doesn't know about the wrestling business, the, my approach is you stay out of this. This is an exclusive club. Mm-hmm. Okay that goes back to the ratings thing and and everything so someone like jade cargill i saw people say you know things like she should be paying her dues she should be having matches on other platforms how does she get this main event spot right away okay i get what you're saying there's a lot of people that come up through the indies and they don't get their opportunities. You know, someone like Cesaro has like toiled away for so many years and he's finally getting an opportunity to kind of like step up a little bit. I get it. I get what you're trying to say and you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is it's wrong to think that everyone needs to have the same path. And you know what really drove it home for me? Um, it was Big E's WWE 24. Mm-hmm. So I was watching Big E's WW 24 and it kind of let me finally be able to articulate what I was saying about gatekeeping. So Biggie has no wrestling experience. Biggie came straight into the oh, WWE damn. developmental system, like as in just came straight in the a WWE product, right? Was he just like a weightlifter or something? Just a, just or a, or a just weightlifter. A- you could lift a lot of weight. He's well, a football like, player. Yeah, yeah. He was a football player. That career didn't go too well. A lot of nagging injuries. And then a recruiter basically came up to him and said, hey, do you ever think about going to WWE? And it it just like he lit up and said, hey, maybe it's my opportunity right here. I I would never be okay, right? I've just never been okay with the stigma wrestling fans tend to have about lack of experience or not paying dues, right? So you're telling me, right, I'm supposed to look at someone like Big E and say he's less talented than anybody else who came through the indies. Because I've, I've seen people in the indies. Not everybody's the same. That's not to say every indie wrestler shit. That's, we're not going right, extremes right. here. It's to say some people stand out, some don't. Okay? So just because you come through an indie don't mean shit. But what I'm saying is, to deny someone's God-given talents in an industry to me would show an ignorance in me and no one else, right? Because okay. if I'm denying their abilities, that's on me, man. If, I'm not, if I can't see, if I look at Big E and say, oh, he's not talented, it's a damn lie. And to me, it's like the same energy that causes people to be intolerant, right? It's extreme, but it's true. It's the same energy that causes people to be intolerant of others' uh, race, Religion, gender—it's the same energy. Because if I say, "Oh well, this guy doesn't deserve this because he's black," this guy doesn't deserve or this. girl doesn't deserve it because she's a woman. A man would be better there. If I come at it with that same energy, it's 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 not being it's not understanding the diversity is special, right? So what I'm saying is, I choose to celebrate the uniqueness of the path that some of these athletes take, right? And in the end, does it really matter how they made it to the big dance, as long as they're willing to put in the work? Another person like that is Bianca Belair. Mm. Bianca Belair, you're, mm-hmm. supposed to, you're telling me that I'm supposed to look at Bianca Belair and say Bianca Belair hasn't earned where she's at because she got hot shotted to the moon? Just because she's a WWE product, just because you're a WWE product, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to succeed. And, I, and that's the bipolarness of wrestling fandom that I don't understand. But Bianca was given a chance. She was brought in by Mark Henry. All right? Said, "Hey, here's this industry. You want to try your hand at it. It was up to her to succeed, and there's probably more pressure and more eyes on you because of a situation like that because people know you don't have experience yeah, the traditional way." Yeah. So, my point is, again, I don't think every match should be a big man match. I don't think every match should be a high flying match. I don't think everybody every match should be a submission match. My point is by having all this eclecticness in the, in the wrestling business, by having all this diversity, it creates a melting pot of entertainment because everybody in this world is different. Our likes are different. Our looks are different. And we have to have some sort of representation of that on the shows. So again, it just, I don't understand people who gatekeep and say wrestling needs to be this way. Right. And definitely give, I gotta give some credit to, you know, WWE's
1: developmental system. I mean, I guess, yeah, it is their sort of style of, you know, wrestling or way of working, but right. I would. I had no idea, you know, these people didn't have any prior experience, you Alexa know, Bliss. until you just brought it up. Yeah. Alexa Bliss. Like, I would have had no All idea. Right. Yeah.
0: And that's what I'm saying. So, like, I get it. I get that people don't like maybe they won't look at Bianca Belair. They won't look at Big E and they won't look at Alexa Bliss and go, you know, those are great workers. But not everybody needs to be a great worker. You just need to stop turn heads when when you walk into the room. And those three completely do it. You can't tell me Big E doesn't have charisma just oozing out his pores. All right. So going back to AEW, because, again, I'm tying this all together. I like that they gave Chade Cargill a chance because she's someone that turns heads when she walks into a room. I called her a Black Storm, right? Like, from X-Men. And the funny part, I guess, that is what she was going for. She looks like a a statue. She is perfect when she walks in. And she's earned that, you know what I mean? If someone's willing to put that kind of work in at the gym, it makes me... I, I understand what AEW's mentality was. Hey, if they're willing to put in that work at the gym... What's she willing to do when she gets the spotlight at AEW? She hung with Shaq. She, her partner was Shaq. And she looked like she belonged. She looked like a yeah. celebrity. Not a lot of people could do that. So that's why I say, no, that special attraction, you do not put them in dark matches. You do not put them on AEW dark. You don't put them on the house show loop. You put them mm-hmm. on prime time and make sure that they succeed. Yep.
1: Same thing with uh, with Ronda, you know that same sort of thing. Yeah, just sort of bring
0: him Brock Lesnar is a perfect example And in Brock Lesnar is actually a weird example because he did go through the system A lot of people don't give him credit, but he went through the system He went through OVW he went through he paid his dues And that's why I laugh when people kind of consider Brock Lesnar a celebrity per se he paid Mm. his dues with things And he got to a certain point. Yes, he succeeded in the timeline of WWF when he debuted from uh march 2002 to his championship win in august yes that was a short window but he put a lot of work in before that but we'll talk a little bit about brock lesnar brandon let's get into let's get into aew again i want to run down revolution revolution will Mm -hmm. be televised or pay-per-view anyway (laughs) evolution is going to be televised according to paul white oh snap (laughs) brandon white is here
1: but yeah, man. Uh, let's get onto this card here. This looks pretty nice.
0: Uh, I'm excited about. a well, little sidebar. Oh, yeah, I want to say this. I texted Brandon because I'm used to I'm used to AEW pay per views being on Saturday. I texted Brandon. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I said, Hey, Brandon, man, you coming over on Saturday for AEW Revolution? You know what this bastard had the nerve to tell me? <laughs> he literally texted me back. He goes, First of all, it's it's Sunday, bitch. <laughs> No. Second of all, no, I ain't coming over for that, for that uh. promotion. <laughs> I didn't understand Dude, why you had, had to, to talk to me like that. First I'm of all, so, what I a piece of shit that he still try. said no, even <laughs> after correcting me. Freaking, I called him. I was like, what, I look at Brandon Meltzer <laughs> over here correcting me on the date.
1: That's right. I had to get it right. You know what? It was funny because I think on the show, uh, Dynamite. I think the announcer like mentioned it. He said the Saturday, and then he had to correct himself and change it on Sunday.
0: I don't like personally. I don't (laughs) like AEW pay per views being on a Sunday. To me, for Uh some reason, AEW had a really good feel on Saturdays. Um, it was supposed to be on a Saturday, but it got rescheduled. Um, I forgot they didn't want to clash with something, but they're gonna freaking clash with like the All Star Game, aren't they? On TNT of all things so it, it, it's it's horrible i mean i'm like isn't that worse unless they're going to advertise that hey watch aew revolution you know during uh during the pay-per-view but brandon let's get into it all right let's get into uh
1: we got a buy-in here with rio uh, thunder rosa versus brit baker and rebel
0: a little sidebar if someone's asking me what's your hot take on Polana? productions i don't know how somebody who doesn't seem that talented has that many views but anyway <laughs> uh, it's a clickbait shit there's a lot of clickbait shit on his channel that and stuff that contradicts him but i get a respect to him respect to him because he's got the views right so obviously he's doing something people like so i can't really hate too much all right but were you so uh what were you saying match wise oh, sorry yeah buy, buy in uh, rio and thunder rosa versus dr Britt baker and rebel Again, I just don't like that they keep putting Britt Baker on the freaking, or keep trying to put her on the buy in. Uh,
1: She's selling the pay-per-views. That's why, man. People see her on the buy and they're like, you know what? I'm going
0: to buy this pay-per-view. If that's your excuse, Britt Baker. If that's your excuse, then so be it. But I I just feel (laughs) like they keep trying to put Britt Baker. Last time, fans rebelled with her and Big Swole, and they were like, no, you're putting them on the main show. And then they got got mad about that. (laughs) I got no, I got mad about it because of the position they put it in. They put it on as the opener. You don't open with a cold match where a cinematic match. How stupid is that? You put that match on second. They should have opened with the Bucks. I've told you this, Brandon. It was the worst pay per view in AEW history. Worst pay per view in AEW history. But you know what? This has yeah. potential of being the best in AEW history. So I can't be too mad here. What do you see winning, Brandon? Let me let you go first.
1: Man, I, you know what? I gotta go with Britt Baker and Rebel Man. They've been putting in some good work. Uh, they've had, you know, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker have been going back and forth, but I think I think these guys are gonna gonna pull it off this time. On the pre-show, I think it works out, and you can you know keep it going.
0: I think so too. I actually agree with that. Only reason is NWA is starting back up pretty soon, so it's like, do you have Thunder Rosa kind of job on the way out? That's and mind you, that is assuming hmm. that is assuming that Thunder Rose's contract's not up with the NWA and that she has to go back. So if, if right. they're saying, you know, something like that, I say, give it to Britt Baker and Reba. Rebel, sorry. Because <laughs> she lost to Nile Rose anyway. Why not have her have a victory with Reba? Wait, people right. are saying Rebels injured? No, she can't be injured. Oh, okay, No. I hope not. I hope not. Oh. No. They're saying uh, Britt Baker and a mystery woman now. Uh, uh, who do you think that is, Brandon? Who do you think the mystery woman be? Oh Tessa Blanchard be... Yeah, no. Well yeah. for the record, do you understand that Tully yes. Blanchard wrestled in AEW before Tessa Blanchard? And he got a big Tully win Blanchard. Too. <laughs> Tully Blanchard coming out looking it, like man. looking looking like evil Knievel on crack. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I love do, Tully I, Blanchard. I, respect to him yeah. though, honestly he steals the show he's one of those guys like even he didn't go for the you know the the dive outside and yet still like uh, he just got charisma man people Brandy. don't know if you haven't seen old school Tully Blanchard yeah but anyway Brandon go on
1: yeah I was gonna say because uh, you brought up Tessa Blanchard I, I hope she's the surprise even though we'll probably get into this later but yeah. because you know th- yeah that would be pretty pretty legit that, that's a surprise it. it's, it's unexpected it. and but, I'll tell yeah. you
0: why I'll tell you why but that comes later in the show Okay, right, right we'll right. talk about the AEW signing
1: all right. Uh, oh, casino tag uh, team match. Fifteen teams. I don't even so know who's is, in this. Is the problem? This is like everybody, man. Yeah. On, let's see here. I had it pulled up. Uh, let's see here. We got Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix is in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pa- Pack and Ray Phoenix.
0: Okay, so the the casino like- tag royal. I mean, you got Butcher and the Blade. You got. Um top flight, you got private party, um, you got the dark order. That says it right there. Dark order. <laughs> you don't have the dark <laughs> order win, I think something's good wrong.
1: Dark order. I, you know but with the dark order, since they're kind of in a in a good spot, like they can kind of in the lose, like it's not devastating and keep going on, so it's like I, I
0: it yeah, depends to somebody else because it. i think you know and let's get into this match because i think it depends on the results of the young bucks versus mjf and chris jericho because i have a hunch that mjf and chris jericho are going to win the tag titles and you know in that situation it's like who do you put there do you put the dark order would it be interesting to put Santana and Ortiz mm-hmm. in that situation because then you got literally the inner circle imploding All right. And uh, you know so I can see like a very, very um, a very interesting storyline if the inner circle kind of fights each other, but again, if the young bucks win, then it's like, I guess it makes sense for Santana and Ortiz to win, right? And, and how I think I'm changing bucks? my pick. I think I'm changing my pick to you Santana changed? and Ortiz. <laughs> Because to me, they uh, make the most sense.
1: Yeah, I I do got to give it up, uh, though, to the Young Bucks, man. They brought the fire in a little promo segment there on AEW, man. They were going in.
0: uh, They did actually was a really good promo uh, when they said, uh, you know, our dad taught us this. Our uh, dad taught us how to love. Our dad taught us this. The same thing that your dads didn't teach you, apparently. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. Like the Young Bucks, um, the Young Bucks are a very good promo when they have something to talk about. Something
1: to work about, okay. Yeah. And
0: so obviously, you know, they were channeling if right. someone had attacked their dad, who they le- obviously legitimately care about. I mean, hell, their look is like patterned after their dad if you really pay attention. Um, their dad's pretty eccentric with the way he dresses. You know what I mean? So it's like, right. come on now. Like, if you can really channel that, you get a good promo. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, kudos to them, man. Kudos to them. But I guess that leads us into it. Let's let's talk about that match, right? Well, I guess, no, we gave away the predictions already, right? I said MJF yeah, and uh, yeah, Chris Jericho. Yeah, we're going in a circle. Yeah, you no, saying no, no. That too? yeah, yeah I'm going in a circle, too. Hmm, fair enough. Uh, we both agree on something, which is kind of yeah. weird. Um, a, yeah. So what about Miro and Kip Sabian versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor?
1: You got to have Miro and Kip win think this so? one. Because, yeah, because he had sort of the butler get over at the wedding. And so I think now it's like, now it's like we've probably been waiting for sort of Miro to break out as like this monster guy. And so it's like,
0: I think okay. now I can see what you're saying. happens. Yeah. But then it goes back to my point that I made last week in the podcast, which is how much can you really bury orange Cassidy since that feud with Chris Jericho. So that's where I was coming from. I was <laughs> like, I, I think maybe orange Cassidy and, and Chuck Taylor win this for the simple reason that you get Kip Sabian, eat the fall from orange Cassidy. And then you can still give Miro that, like, you made me lose. I'm done with this. I'm the best man. You're not even a man. You know, like, I could just hear him saying something like that.
1: And break it off. Mm, interesting. Yeah, to have, have them break off and then he have brought, sort of set Miro off of on his own. He a little Dynamite
0: when he said, like, everyone wants me to be serious. And he brought out the Bulgarian brute kind of stuff. And I was like, you know what? I can see him turning on Kip Sabian. And, and they don't need to... It's one of those things where he can still be a heel and Kip Sabian can still be a heel. It it doesn't necessarily have to turn somebody if they break up, but I can see something like that happen. But again, to me, again, I think I'm going, the only reason I'm going with Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor is like, how far can you make Orange Cassidy fall?
1: you're just taking this Hunter saying
0: well Orange can lose and look good if he doesn't take the fall and I get it but it's guilt by association in this case because it's like he's doing nothing in terms of a storyline right now he's kind of just there to fill in um, Trent's absence I don't like that Mm. I don't like that again I've said it before and I'll say it again if this was WWE everybody would be burying uh, Vince McMahon they'd be saying how did they let this guy who's obviously their next star fall so that's it's my thing and so i'm going with the hail mary and i'm going to say orange cassidy and chuck taylor dang bold picks here people is it a lock that is the question i don't think it's a lock but But again you know i'm not in charge of the booking all right so who (laughs) knows
1: uh oh this is a sort of interesting one what do you think about the AEW Women's Championship match? It's funny. I
0: was on that match, too, in my yeah. mind. So Hikaru Shida versus uh, Ryo Mizunami. Yeah. I don't think there's any reason for Shida to lose the title. Right. That, that's just where I'm at. And if she loses the title, like it needs to be like a Brit, Brit Baker. Okay. You know do, what I mean? Yeah,
1: do you think this is sort of a weird matchup where it's sort of like
0: telegraphed or i guess you know i think they had better options uh in this match and kudos to tony khan for like making this match happen i mean for making this tournament i should say happen because with all the logistics of having the japanese wrestlers (laughs) and shooting in japan like so kudos to him but this is a very underwhelming finals when you had the options of nyla rose you had the options of thunder rosa you had the options uh so many better options you know and um I just, I just don't think, I don't know. Like, this will be a good match. Don't get me wrong. It'll be a good match. Right. But this is where I, I go. going to work. Like they're going to work. They're going to work yeah. good. But it's like, I feel like you had better matches in terms of uh, wanting to watch it. Like, it's right, have,
1: right. So gonna like win why sort of thing? Didn't Maki Ito
0: like, get eliminated so fast when she was obviously the standout of the group. Maki Ito went on social media and just completely won over people. To mm. me, that have been a good match is like Makito versus Hikaru Shida. That's what I wanted to see. I didn't even want to see Thunder Rosa or Nyla Rose. Nyla already had it, mm. you know. But um, again, it's going to be an amazing match. So this, is, this goes back to you got. I got to step aside and go. All right, this match isn't for me because I'm looking for more of like the the storyline and the charisma well, and, an the, an AEW, and right. the good promos. But this is just going to be a good work rate match. There's no way it 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 can fail. Okay. So in that sense I'm excited. All right.
1: All right. Well, what do we think about Hangman Adam Page, Big Money, <laughs> Matt Hardy? I got to say I hate I'm liking this Big character. Money Matt Hardy, man. I, I don't know why no. kitty's
0: hate on Big I Money hate right This now. character. Why? He's,
1: this is cool little character. Because no.
0: you have broken Matt Hardy and I've had people say, "Well, we'll save that for when the crowd comes back." Yeah. If there was a character that lent itself to an empty arena, it was broken. Matt Hardy, <laughs> because you can shoot of all of those stuff, matches right? at the Hardy Compound. There wasn't a crowd there anyway, so instead of playing awkwardly on the big screen while you know fifteen thousand people are trying to watch, you could have done these cinematic matches. I think AEW missed the boat on this one. I think mm. AEW, especially at the beginning at the beginning of the pandemic, they could have gave Matt Hardy a camera. They could have said. You got creative control. You're facing Sammy Guevara. Do it. And then you Mm -hmm. could create magic. You can do like a inner deletion, you know, inner circle. So inner (laughs) deletion, you know, and then um, have like a really, that could have been like an hour of dynamite, or you could even done better. You could have put that on dark. You could have put that on YouTube just as a special video by itself. But again, Mm -hmm. I feel like they missed the mark with this Matt Hardy character because now you got this whole um, Money Matt and I get it, he's supposed to be a heel, but it's like, it's not what we want to see out of Matt Hardy. I'm not even saying Broken Matt Hardy is the mm. answer. I'm just saying like this Money Matt character um, is good on BTE, love it on BTE, but I don't love it on Dynamite. And if he's multifari- the multifarious Matt Hardy, it's like, to me this is where you have Hangman Adam Page win and then have Matt Hardy break a little bit. Uh, become sort of because start he lost all his money right because right. he lost all his money to hangman adam page right lost all his earnings and he starts going how am i gonna feed my wife how he's gonna ah, you know just start going into like that whole craziness <laughs> and then leave this vessel and go to another uh so that's what i want to see i think hangman adam page I, i'm gonna say that's a lock in my eyes Dang. Mm-hmm. don't go locking
1: it all right just saying Appreciate that. Uh, oh, we got a uh, let's see here, face of the revolution ladder match. This has got Cody Rhodes in there, Scorpio Sky, uh, Penta El Zero, Lance Archer, Max Caster, and then I guess a mystery opponent, right?
0: I this is the one that I just have no idea where idea this is going to happen, right? Um, because this is going to the the TNT Championship, right? right. So I don't think you put Cody back there. Um, <laughs> Jeff Samuels says, Kenny, I thought you love when wrestlers get a defining character. Yeah, not one that's going to bury them like Money Matt. Um, oh, man. But you see, I think Cody doesn't need the TNT championship. You know, do you hotshot Scorpio Sky again when they were right, giving it him a push? Like and they, sort of them, they had pushed yeah. him, then they dropped him. It's like, do you put them back there? And then the anomaly here is that mystery opponent is like, who is the, who is the mystery person? Hit me up in the chat right now. Let me know. Who do you think is the mystery opponent? Because I think, I think this, so I want to guess the mystery opponent, but AEW's done it where none of the mystery people have won. Do uh, okay. you know what I mean? Where it's like, you have a situation where Evan Bourne, I shouldn't say Evan Bourne, Matt Seidel um, debuts and he didn't win the battle Royal. But in this case, I'll take a, I'll take the uh, risk and I'll say I think this is the mystery person, whoever it may be, because I don't see anybody else like Lance Archer. Yeah, why, good, why not Lance Archer? But I don't think he needs it to be given right a TNT okay. championship match. To me, you give this. Scorpio Sky needs it. So people are saying all ego Ethan Page. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. That's who you, he's the mystery opponent. You have him win. Just saying. And it's a, remember, again, guys, it's a ladder match. For all intents and purposes, a ladder match is very good in terms of kayfabe because it doesn't make anybody look bad because whoever's the quickest to the top and gets it wins. Nobody has to necessarily eat a pinfall or lose as much as someone has to be lucky and win the match. So it's going to be good. It's going to be good booking. I think whoever is the mystery opponent gets pushed to the moon. To the moon, baby! <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> to the moon,
1: how about this big one? The Stinger, Darby Allen,
0: versus Brian Cage, this, Ricky Starks. This match is why I'm ordering the pay-per-view. Wow, okay, um, this is the one. Let's this is the one it. because two people in this match, actually. Uh, Sting, obviously, his return after, what, five years? All right. Five years? Oh, five and a half. Um, and Ricky Starks, because I think Damn. Ricky Starks is going to sell his ass off for Sting. And I think R- Ricky Starks is going to... Be amazing, and then you got the other half there. Brian Cage is going to kill Darby Allen. You know, Darby <laughs> Allen's going to take a powerbomb off the second story and uh, do some, shit. It, yeah. Darby Allen's going to kill himself. <laughs> so. This is there is no way this is going to be a bad match. You got three people who are trying to show that they are the next guys in all elite wrestling, and then you got a guy who's been away for five and a half years and wants to prove himself with these young cats. There's no way that this is going to be a bad match. I really like the uh, interaction
1: with Sting and Ricky Stark, sort of in the build-up. Uh, they got too. really fast, you know, movement. You're like showing, all right, these guys can go a little bit. You know, it can still work. This is going to be a fluid, you know, sort of street fight
0: and match. So that, that looked good at that, that section. And also just the slap, to smack Sting in the face. <laughs> it's like, dang. I think he gives us a Sting and Darby because there's no reason. Uh, Brian Cage has a fake title. You know what I mean? Like a non-sanctioned <laughs> title. Uh, Darby okay. Allen obviously has the TNT championship and he's got freaking sting that needs a win so there's no reason as obvious as this one is there's no reason to give it to Brian Cage and Ricky Starks just to swerve us give us the obvious give us sting and Darby Allen winning this will be a feel-good moment um, sting and Darby Allen are gonna be all smiles after that match uh, I promise you uh, again that might be that that might be my match of the night that might be the one that steals the show yeah
1: all right, so I think that brings us to the other big, big one: the AEW World Championship. Kenny Omega versus John Moxley: an exploding barbed wire death match. I'm gonna get heat.
0: I is I'm not looking forward to this match. <laughs> what? Because I, I guess, hey, I guess I view it. Badges. I view it from a. <sighs> the problem is, I view things like as from the perspective of being in the wrestling business, and I'm worried. I'm worried about Kenny Omega. I'm worried about John Moxley because I feel like John moxley's going to die in this match. Like he's going to take <laughs> this dude, is going right to be his write off to me. Like but to me, this is his write off from television. You got to give it to Kenny Omega. So that's my pick, by the way, Kenny Omega. You got to give it to him because there's no reason for him to lose the title when he's got you know New Japan and and Impact Wrestling on his back. You know what I mean? You bury those companies by not having Kenny Omega win. And then obviously John Moxley is about to have a kid pretty soon. You write him off of television in a death defying effort. That's kind of what I'm getting at is like, he's going to take the majority of the bumps. He's going to be the guy that gets thrown into the exploding, uh, something exploding. He's going to get thrown (laughs) into the barbed wire. Renee Young said it best. She tweeted out. She goes, I would be so excited for this match. If it weren't my husband, (laughs) And that's, that says it all. <laughs> um, so, again, I just I worry about John Moxley in the situation. And I worry about Kenny Omega. The last time they had a hardcore match, uh, was, it, was it last year's Revolution? When um, Kenny Omega was out for like two weeks after that. He was out for a little yeah, bit. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, and they, they they so they're, they're, they're willing do to do it. And that's, that's what's scary about it. Because they are willing to kill each other for the sake of entertainment. <laughs> the only thing I hope, again, and I said this about their match last time. I don't have a problem with these two fighting in a hardcore match. Um, they did amazing. However, the, their last match went like 45 minutes. And mm, it had so no business being like a car crash. And I'm talking about wrestling, not an actual car right. crash. A car crash match is good because it happens so quickly. You don't, you don't need it to be more than 13 minutes. But when you have um, a hardcore match that's 45 minutes, at a certain point, it's just like, stop. I don't want to see more. Does that make sense? So to me, especially with the exploding elements, with the barbed wire, get this, get this in in a quick 15 minutes. We'll time this one, but get this in a quick 15 minutes and finish it. 20 minutes. Yeah, listen, s- listen. S- I know s- Vince McMahon go and Tony Khan watches the podcast because they tend to use my ideas. <laughs> that's Tony, a- my ideas. 15 minutes. <laughs> And go home, brother brother. All right. Alright. So that's AEW Revolution. I'm actually really excited. Um, I'm uh, England and the UK in general, you have heat with me because Uh-oh. I found out that uh, you all get to order the AEW pay per view for the equivalent of twenty three dollars American. Whoa while nice. we have to pay fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and I got this jackass next to me who will not split the event with me.
1: I mean, why would I do that? That's, that's madness. See? He's, he's like, L- L- we're going to split the
0: event with you when I'll yeah. be asleep for, 40, for, for most of it. For three-fourths <laughs> of the event. Yeah, I should most only have to pay. Most expensive nap ever. Yeah, like a, like a third, maybe, so a, maybe a fourth saying, of the, the cost of the pay-per-view. So I'm just saying, I'm going to get a VPN, that <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to... You're to take your English an English. By the way, can't. thank you on Instagram. I don't know who it was, but thank you for uh, <laughs> buying a badge. Somebody bought a badge. We're earning money on this podcast. Oh, wow. Look at that. But you YouTuber freeloaders, you bastards. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) Well, Brandon. Make sure to like and subscribe. Please be sure to like, (laughs)
0: subscribe. Where is it? Oh, the video's gone. Like, subscribe, and hit that thumbs up button. Especially Brandon, and, and people passes. are saying Brandon would split the event with Joey Ryan. Yeah, he would split it. <laughs> oh, God. I you know, can't believe you for baby-faced yeah. Joey Ryan, of all people. Look,
1: I thought he was kind of doing a good thing. He was like, oh, it's for charity. I didn't know he was kind of scummy in it.
0: <sighs> no, it was, it was definitely just a way to get back into the wrestling business. But anyway, let's talk. Um, let's talk about the fact that, and we'll get to it. I know people are asking who the mystery guy is. We'll leave that for a little bit. Um we're going to talk about the mystery person. Um but I want to talk about the fact that there's a rumor, a heavy rumor uh from a source that says NXT is going to be moving to Tuesdays on the 13th of April. Brandon, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts? And then I'll correct them. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. So All right,
1: well I I I guess I'll give two opinions on it. So one, they sort of done it on you know the Wednesday night going head to head with the AEW. Okay, uh, AEW sort of been winning handily. You know, I mean, they one,
0: of- what what was this last rating? I mean, a- first of all, NXT did amazing, got like a seven hundred yeah, like thousand, something But AEW yeah. had like a nine hundred sixty three or something. They they yeah, got yeah. up there. It was nearly a million. Yeah, yeah, close to a million. Um, yeah, so let the record it- show that Sting got a million, but Shaq couldn't. Go ahead. <laughs> People want to see
1: steak, But, yeah, so it, this has sort of gone on. I mean, maybe they're eating into them a little bit, uh, NXT eating into AEW a little bit. But for the most part, you know, AEW has been handily winning. So I don't know if there's much point, really, in having them going head-to-head. Uh, then also, I guess, since... I think NBC sports is shutting down, right. so they're ending up moving you know their hockey and all that stuff and you know I'm assuming hockey's priority as far as you know ads to, you know it can charge for and stuff like that so if that's moving right. then unfortunately NXT's got to move you know off USA you know to make room so it probably has something more to do with that I'm assuming uh, but it, it, this is good because I, then it it allows yeah. you to watch the shows on TV on
0: different nights Correct. instead of having to, you know, choose or, you know, wait for the network stuff. I think, um, I think to me, um, it's a very, very good opportunity um, because it, it's kind of like all those things you mentioned. It's like a happy coincidence where it's like, you know, obviously they they have all those things in mind, but notice the, the, the fix to all of those is literally moving it to a different night. So they're losing to AEW, and I don't mean losing in like, oh my god, they're getting dominated, you know what I mean? But they're losing to AEW for all intents and purposes. Um, You got hockey and stuff that's going to be predominantly Wednesday night. Um, You got situations that make it better for them to move on Tuesday you know and impact's not going to be competition for them you know what i mean well, like maybe you know um AEW darks not going to be competition <laughs> for them like you know it, it's going to be a better move for them uh they've tested it before uh tuesday nights have obviously gotten better ratings and now you have a situation where i think AEW every time they have a special they will crack a million they will 100% crack mm. a million do will they do it consistently no i don't think so i think you <laughs> get 850 to 900,000 somewhere in that vicinity consistently but I think uh, NXT at first will falter. Maybe you get five to six. But then I think they'll consistently start getting at about 750.
1: Mm.
0: My take on the situation. All right. Stone cold lock. All right. Stone cold lock. <laughs> Stone but um, cold no, I think it's going to be good. Again, I don't think anybody should go on the internet and be like, well, you see WWE lost the war. There shouldn't have been a war to begin with as far as I'm concerned. It's like different right. different generation. You, you we're DVRing it anyway and watching one after the fact, if you're anything like me. Yeah, um, like, right, yeah like you
1: hardcore. So yeah, yeah both I mean, I'll say like somehow, this. Brandon somewhere comes somewhere over at like 10 yeah.
0: o'clock. So what usually happens if Brandon comes over at 10 o'clock to watch Dynamite, I will watch NXT first NXT live, and then yeah. I will watch um, Dynamite afterwards. If Brandon doesn't come over, I'll watch AEW live and watch NXT at 10 o'clock. So I think that's what most fans are doing. And that's affecting ratings and i think this will benefit both shows and you know who wins in this ultimately us fans A- oh us fans. who that's an AEW. <laughs> no but us fans i think we win we win uh with this one okay um but brandon um i guess let's get into it um actually no we got you know, one more thing we should talk about okay uh, i know we've been aew heavy but let's talk about the Oh, another big thing, yeah. The win. Seventeen year journey culminating in the fact that Bobby Lashley's <laughs> won his first WWE championship.
1: Now, does this make you know the people that were freaking out that Vince won like like happy? Like did it, it all worked out? Wait, that Vince what won it that since Miz, you know, having Miz win, people were a little, a little salty about Miz winning in the first place. No, I'm it's glad like it was I'm right? glad
0: people were salty because, as you saw, there was a reason behind it. And as you saw, I think that's what I was trying to tell people. I was like, WWE was literally trying to elicit re- elicit a reaction of you saying the Miz is a joke. The Miz should have never won the title. This is stupid. That's the reaction that they were trying to get because the Miz was a transitional champion to get to Bobby Lashley. WWE agreed with you. That was what they were saying. Drew McIntyre came out and opened the show, and what do he say? The WWE title is, is won by The Miz? That's a joke. <laughs> he said that. That's the, what they wanted. The Miz didn't win by defeating five other men and winning the title in a heroic <laughs> fashion. He snuck in.
1: That's right, right, Hunter. Justice for The Miz.
0: He was robbed. He was not robbed. Right there with you, baby. He was not robbed. He He literally came in, got the title, right? I told people, I said, look at how they've booked the Bobby Lashley character. Now is the time to pull the trigger. Uh And they did such a good job. And dude, I went viral. I got like 6,000 likes on a video for posting something here. Um, So I posted um, uh, the video of Chad Gaspard and MVP um, watching Kofi Kingston's title win when they were crying. And I said, I go back to the moment where Shad Gaspard and MVP were watching Kofi's win. And I said, tonight, MVP got to stand beside Bobby Lashley as he won, while Shad Gaspard got to watch from the best seat in the house. And uh, MVP, the funny part, I, I, I already had like 1,500 likes, and then MVP retweeted it, which was such an honor to be on like MVP's Twitter. The moment is that such an historic moment happened. You know, there was a graphic made which uh melted my heart and I'm it doesn't even affect me on a personal level. But they had The Rock, they had uh Kofi Kingston and they had Bobby Lashley and it was like a graffiti yard or something like there. And it was a little kid, um little little I should mention the races. Obviously the kid was black and he's holding up the WWE title looking at that that graffiti. And it was just like, wow! Like it, it, a lot was said without being said because it was obviously a sign of representation being so strong here, right? <laughs> well, I will say, like, if, you know, since they're going with the representation angle, I'm glad they got a guy. An an, like, but Brandon, wait, wait, it's not an angle, but- Brandon. The the way the way that you make people feel and believe themselves is is to see other people like them do it. Right. Well yeah, what I wanted to say was is
1: like it, I'm glad it's like a legit guy like, you know, Lashley, you know, that sort of looks a part as champion like, all right, this guy, this is like one of the guys that He's I like thought an Adonis,
0: you He's like Adonis, like a titan, be, right, like right, right, a,
1: like this is a guy who've been for a while like, all right, if anybody's going to win this championship, it should be Lashley, right.
0: you know. W- <laughs> WWE needs to get credit for how they booked him going into this. Right. He was unstoppable.
1: Now the question is, do you sort of continue with lashley as the champ as the main attraction
0: or is it is he transitioned back to sort of drew to give drew his moment that's it, a good question and one that i almost don't care to answer because mm. wwe needs to get all the props in the world that in 2020 they built two major stars 2020 2021 i should say they built two major stars Drew McIntyre right now is an unstoppable force Bobby Lashley is an unstoppable force you have the two of them meet at WrestleMania you literally don't know who's gonna win and Diego's asking is Lashley face now no because he beat an even bigger piece of shit heel (coughs) serious he gets to maintain his heelness while um, you know Going on to face the biggest baby face, which is Drew McIntyre. I don't, that's one of those matches. I love when I can be in a scenario where I go, I don't care who wins, I'm going to be happy either way. Right. It's going to be a good angle no matter what because you got two guys who are going to be hungry for that spot. They're going to be hungry to be the main event of WrestleMania and they're going to be hungry to be the champion. There's no way that match is going to be bad. That's what's awesome about this. Right. But, so, uh, do
1: you, yeah, that, I was going to say, do you see, brock playing into any of this or to just stay between them well, like, that depends on work? what
0: happens this weekend which let's go back <laughs> into let's go into the episode uh thumbnail here so paul white comes out in his debut on aew dynamite and this will be our main event right here guys um he comes out and he says at aew revolution there's going to be a big signing a hall of fame worthy wrestler will show up now, I'll add in some details that Tony Khan said uh, recently. He said that this is a guy he's looked up to. So, ding, 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 it's a guy. That's why we're not mentioning women, because uh, he <laughs> flat out said this is a guy. All right? Because a lot of people are speculating, Lita, AJ Lee, things like that. Mm-hmm. Let's nip that in the bud, because he said it was a guy he looked up to his whole life. So, we got Hall of Fame Worthy, and we have... Um, Someone that Tony Khan looked up to. Okay. So, going to throw a couple names that probably get cut out. A lot of people are speculating Kurt Angle. I'm actually speculating Kurt Angle too. But, then they say Hall of Fame, you know, this is a Hall of Fame talent, worthy talent. Okay. Kurt Angle's already in the WWE Hall of Fame. He's in the TNA mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. That would nip that in the bud right there. So maybe, hey, maybe he's the one in the ladder match. Who knows? You know what I mean? But, um, <laughs> I think Kurt Angle's not be. I was thinking Mark Henry. Mark Henry can't be the person if... Because oh, he's, he's going on record saying he's going to have a match in 2021. Okay? But obviously, he can't have a match in 2021 if um, he's a Hall of Famer already. If we're going by these clues, assuming that. Okay? Also, we can take out Batista. And a lot of people will disagree with me on that. Mm. Because people say... Well, Batista's not in the Hall of Fame yet. You remember when JBL came out for uh, the Undertaker's ceremony at Survivor Series? JBL was supposed to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2020. Obviously, that didn't happen because of the quarantine. When he came down the ramp, they said, Introducing WWE Hall of Famer John Bradshaw Layfield! So we can... Hmm. Properly say that everybody in 20, the 2020 class has been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Which would make Batista mm. a Hall of Famer. Okay. Only leaves a couple names. But I feel like we're going to get worked here. Because they <laughs> said it was a Hall of Fame talent. They didn't say wrestler. They didn't even say what Hall of Fame. Could be fucking Pete Rose. Hmm. You know, he deserved to go into Baseball Hall of Fame years ago, right? Now, if we're going off the Hall of Fame clues, I feel like it leaves two big names, that being Brock Lesnar and CM Punk, but then it becomes... How much are we going to work ourselves into thinking Brock Lesnar would go to AEW? How much are we working ourselves into thinking CM Punk would finally show up because he's said time and time again, including a tweet this week saying, I am not the guy. You know, who's another guy that falls into that category? Rob Van Dam. Uh-huh. The. Who is this going to be? I feel like we're setting ourselves up for disappointment. Now, a lot of people are saying because he registered for his name that the name is going to be Joey Styles. Uh Because he applied for his name just the other day. And guess what? That is one guy that you can say is a Hall of Fame talent because he deserves to be in there for his commentary. Would make sense because AEW Dark Elevation is supposed to have... um, You know Paul White commentating with Tony Schiavone, but what if they say Joey Styles is going to be on there too? So I don't know. This is going to go either way. But then you got the Warhorse. You got (laughs) you got Tony Khan saying this is someone he talent he's looked up to. I think he specifically said wrestler he's looked up to though. So (sighs) who you calling, Brandon? We got to call somebody. I'm calling Warhorse, man. I'm calling Brock Lesnar hey he's going for Brock now I will say I will say everybody's been pointing out the fact that Brock Lesnar's merchandise has been taken off a WWE shop and they're saying that's the reason Brock Lesnar's coming in I'm going to tell you for a fact Brock Lesnar's merchandise was taken off since August when his contract ran out with WWE that if Brock Lesnar shows up That was not a reason for him to show up. It was not because his merchandise got taken off. That's been gone for half a year already. Okay? So my point is, again, I'm going with Brock Lesnar. People, I mean, the- that would
1: be huge. I mean, it would suck because then we can't get Brock and uh, Brock Lashley, Lashley which
0: yeah ties that back it, in.
1: It's still cool because then it's like, wow, you know, AEW's got all this money to throw around. They can right. sort of compete with you know the WWE in a way by you know buying these big stars, They're right. Right bringing in you know somebody like a Brock Lesnar. So oh, man, I'm I'm torn, man. I don't know who are you going. I don't want to. I don't want yeah, to work myself into make, until, make yeah. a prediction. I, I'm sick with Warhorse because I don't want
0: to say. But you know yeah. you're gonna be wrong.
1: No, I think that's Hall of like Fame a worthy.
0: St- Warhorse yeah, hasn't not? even been on national television. <laughs> Are you, Brett? Be serious for a second. Warhorse. Okay, okay. The names I gave. All right. So at at, at a punk and Brock. No, not even. Just the, the names I mentioned or people that it possibly could be. Wait, what about a Christian? Is that I forgot to, to feels- mention Christian. Yeah. So let's actually talk about Christian. Cause I want to talk about this. A okay. lot of people are saying it's Christian and I don't understand why I said, literally, please tell me why you think it's Christian. And I didn't mean that like facetiously, like tell me why you think it's Christian. And people said, well, they said future hall of famer. He fits the bill. He doesn't get opportunities in WWE. He's not under WWE contract. And I said, wait, wait, hold on a second. I said, but look at the other side of the coin. Of what's working against him Christian has just has just come back to WWE in the Royal Rumble Mm. to me WWE would probably be quick to sign him after that fact offer him a lot of money he's in great shape and he can still go why would they go through the trouble of clearing this man for physical contact if they didn't have a plan for him Mm. a lot of people told me that the reason they think it's Christian is because of that match at Fastlane. Daniel Bryan and um, Edge versus Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. People said, well, why would they go with that match? Why wouldn't they put Christian with Edge if that match was going to happen? The, the fact that they put in Daniel Bryan says something. Well, guess what happened on SmackDown tonight? The tag match is gone. Daniel Bryan earned a number one contendership. Now he's going... To face Roman Reigns at Fastlane. So now you still have an opportunity to team up Christian with Edge, which I think is going to happen at Fastlane. So reports have also come out that he may have signed a WWE contract. To me, what they're doing is they're keeping Christian off TV to insert him into Edge's stuff when the time is right. You see what Mm. I'm saying? So I don't think think Christian is the guy, but I get why people are saying he fits the bill. Because people are saying, well, Moxley wants Christian in there doesn't matter they want brock lesnar they want cm punk they want all of these people it doesn't matter who they want it matters who fits the bill the only Hmm. other guy i'll give consideration to is carlito
1: Oh, because wwe did not sign
0: that guy did not sign him after his little run to me is carlito hall of fame worthy absolutely is he a guy that could help aew absolutely Alright, What about, what about that
1: uh, that one guy, it was like Jay White or something like that? Is he with WWE yet? That's
0: a good uh, you know that is a good New point no, He between? actually resigned with New Japan. Um, oh, that is, okay. uh, but I don't know. I don't think it's a New Japan guy cuz I don't think guy, that's right, how right. they would do it. I think Coach if anything, Abushi, baby you heard if it anything here. wait wait. if anything that's, that's who you too. put in the ladder match though right right is you put in okada you put in jay white you put in somebody from new japan that goes holy shit i can't believe so-and-so is here and then you give them a tnt championship match to me like you give them a, a one-week stay in the uh, in the united states i should say and then they can work uh the pay-per-view and work dynamite So to me, now that I think about it, I'm like, there's a very heavy chance a New Japan guy is going to be, um, whoever's saying Chavo Guerrero, don't mention Chavo (laughs) Guerrero's name ever in in my podcast. (laughs) Damn it, his last Uh, name is Guerrero and talentless. Anyway, um, (laughs) how the hell does Vicky Guerrero have more charisma in her body? She's not even actually a Guerrero. She's married into the family. (laughs) I guess Eddie shared some of that energy with her, but apparently he didn't share it with his nephew. But anyway, for the love of God, it is not Chavo Guerrero. I'm willing to bet. I will buy you. I will Uh-oh. buy you the next AEW pay per view if it's Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> I will personally buy you. us. Because I think again, I think I think right. I think we have an opportunity for Brock, CM Punk, Christian, or Carlito. Those are my four. If right. I'm giving four. So, you, so you're kind of like, look, they have to deliver on uh, somebody big or because Tony of how they hyped going it up. I'm saying this is somebody I look forward to all my life. Right. Paul White's putting the, his stamp on him. Paul White used his debut to talk about someone else. Right. How the hell is it going to be somebody lesser? But let's see. Tune in next week. Let's see if we get disappointed. Is it going to be like <laughs> having a night with Kenny? Or is it going to be like having a night with Brandon? Hey, what? We're gonna be really excited or really disappointed. Wow! Really excited, really disappointed. A big. lot of action, not a lot. Uh, <laughs> big, big things. Little small happenings. <laughs> oh
1: man! You know what? I don't like where this is going. You should. Th- I got to
0: say, Brandon, you should. <laughs> it's Jim Cornette. But Brandon. <laughs> It's, oh, oh wait hold oh, 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 the, under, the Undertaker <laughs> come in What the hell just happened here We went to oh, dark wait. on the video version there Yeah what if it's the Fiend It is man. not the Undertaker the defected There is no Undertaker way yeah. There is no way it's the Undertaker Oh man they got the money what not And by the way people are asking about Kern Angle The reason I say Kurt Angle I mean they, they treated his retirement As a joke we were there in attendance He lost to freaking Baron Corbin No offense to Baron Corbin but why couldn't Kurt Angle get that kind of run? Like, why couldn't he get a title? Why couldn't he get. He could do some stuff. I don't know. They misuse Kurt Angle. And you know, I'm not a WWE basher. So if I'm saying that, they misuse Kurt Angle. And he's in the best shape of his life. There's, there's a chance. People are saying it's got to be Kane. No way. No way at hell. <laughs> um, I would love, honestly. I think, it's, see, I like, think we're yeah. going to be, I'm being optimistic, but I think we're going to be pleasantly surprised. What do you think, Brandon?
1: I think, I think I don't like this
0: hashtag cancel Brandon, Fernando. No, we're not, I'm not getting canceled yet. Not yet. Brandon, no one who actually deserves <laughs> to be canceled thinks that they deserve to be canceled. Just for the record. So if <laughs> Fernando says that you deserve to be canceled, I believe him. What do you think? <laughs> Wait, yeah. Would
1: people be angry if it's
0: like a sort of an older legend type? Does it? And I. But this goes back to me telling you. This goes back to me saying, fans like to gatekeep, right? They say we need the younger stars, but they don't understand that the older stars bring in the eyes. If you really truly want AEW to succeed, you'll be happy with them bringing in certain stars, because Mm -hmm. eyes come with that. If you truly want AEW to stop competing with NXT and to start competing with the big boys per se, you know, with the company as a whole, you will support th- people like Brock Lesnar and stuff coming in. I get it. I get it. You view, as, you view it as Brock Lesnar was the cancer that was killing WWE. Now you're going to bring him in. What is going on? But you're not also taking into consideration that WWE booked him a certain way. Perhaps. Brock Lesnar will be completely different in AEW. Give it a chance. Be open-minded is all I'm saying. Be like Brandon in the dark with a lot of people. Be very open-minded. You know, you just reach out. Touch. That's all you got to do. Sorry. That was air escaping of the audio version. That was air escaping from my mouth because I tried really hard to stifle my laughter there. So I didn't, I didn't fart. I promise you. The only shit coming out of my mouth or coming out of anyone's mouth is what Brandon talks about right now. I can't believe this, but anyway, Brandon. Good episode. Yeah. Let's let's leave it on a high note. Um, go a mystery, please order no. AEW Revolution. Support the company. Uh, I always say, uh, support order it from VPN in Order it from the VPN yeah. in England. You if I see that the buy rate for England was <laughs> was unbelievably high and the U.S. buy rate was bad, I'm going to blame you and Brandon. <laughs> I'm going I'm to, to save people money Brandon over here, don't save people money Brandon, yeah, so then let they'll them spend support their the company on patches let them support your the product. company in all it's glory, please just because you're not going to watch you're, you're not going to watch <laughs> AEW Revolution you're, you're, Brandon told me he's going to drive to Texas since everything's 100% open
1: and oh, hit up yes. whatever uh, strip club
0: that he can oh, so alright thank you Texas Guys, I want to thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Uh, just a heads up: keep uh, posted on our social media, uh, keep posted uh, on our YouTube. Uh, I don't, I don't think we're going to be doing night times anymore. All right, I think we're going to be moving times, and I haven't decided yet. So stay tuned for the next episode. When will, will when will it come out? It's a mystery, mm-hmm. just like whatever VD Brandon has.